Welcome to the Next Level Show, a health and fitness podcast with a little bit of life. Hosted by Jonathan Alvarez, Gabriel Contreras, and Mike Nillis. We hope you enjoy this episode. Welcome back to the Next Level Show. We have a little bit of a different flow of an episode today. Unfortunately, today we're missing our good co-host, Mr. Michael Nellis. He's attending some family emergencies. Um, so we'll be just covering this episode just because we wanted to stay consistent with you guys, dropping our three episodes a week, as we have stated in the past. Gabe, how you doing, man? I'm doing great. Yeah, sorry for the listeners that the guy with the buttery voice is not around. We don't know that, though. <laughs> we don't know that. You think it's you? Because I know for sure it's not me. Well, well because Mike has a very deep, but he has like almost like a God sent voice. It's almost like the voice is coming from above, like Thor, you know, like very like authoritative. But the reason we're saying buttery voice is because we got a, we got a, um, a review, which we are always super thankful. We got a couple of ratings too. They have gone up, which has been helping us trend very good on the charts. We uh, we were able to break the hundred chart uh, recently, and then we are back down to like one hundred three. But we're in the top hundreds, you know, of of the United States with fitness podcast, fitness category podcast, which is great. Um, I know it's a very competitive. There's a lot of amazing, amazing podcasts, but this in review in particular was very was was very cool it was just a very well written uh review one of my favorites thus far it's from stewie q he says i found out about this podcast through the mind pump host particularly like doug's interview the best so i begin to listen to them more and more and i'm hooked great content and the host seemed pretty cool one of them one of them has a voice like butter and i don't know which one it is but he is definitely meant for podcasting Anyways, I'm loving the information they provide and make more commutes, makes morning commutes better. Between them, the Mind Pump crew, Joe DeFranco and Mike Matthews, you're set for your health and fitness education and information. Looking forward to more and more content. Thank you, Stewie Q. Now, my only question for Stewie Q is, who is he talking about? <laughs> you know, after, I, well, first off, that's a, a pretty great company to be around, right? Putting our show around with uh, Mind Pump Joe DeFranco, who is just, a beast. Exactly. He's just a OG. And um, Mike Matthews as well, uh, another awesome individual. So I think that's pretty, pretty great. But yeah, so he says that, you know, he, he didn't know who it was. And then I say to myself, I guess we should probably start introducing maybe or just kind of like say who's who. Um, I don't know. I, mean, I we think always, we always throw it to each other. Like, for instance, I say John, and then you just pick in, you, you jump in or I say Mike or you guys say my name and then I jump in. But I mean, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I think, I mean, I just do it. I always, I always, at the end of every episode, if you guys listen to, I always plug in our Instagram so you guys can follow us on our personal pages. Um, but I mean, for a lot of new listeners, we're missing our, our co-host, Mike. So today I probably won't introduce, but I'm Jonathan. Gabe is obviously the other co-host with me right now. Um, but you know, I just, I don't know. We guys always just dive, jump into it and kind of just go. We don't bother making it super structured every time we intro. Uh -huh. So eh, it is what it is. I think people will start to kind of figure it out little by little. Well, hey, Stewie Q, if the, if the buttery voice is missing, then we know uh, who it is. And if it's no one of these two guys, probably John. Yeah, so he's probably going to be listening to this episode. And if you are, send us a message on the next level 
at the next level show on Instagram and send us a message and let us know who the buttery voice is. Cause we're right now in like trying to figure this mystery out, but yeah, no, we're super honored to be like, you know, up there with, you know, of choice with all these great names in the industry that we have absolute tons of respect for and admiration. So um, yeah, we're going to continue trying to do our best to get better and better ourselves so we can eventually, you know, be at the tops rankings. Speaking of getting better and better, you're adjusting your training. Is that right, John? I am. Like, or are you still kind of like, you know, getting, you know, information? Still in the process of like just doing a little bit more reading and just uh, listening to the, the, the people that are, you know, experts and like more like well-versed in this field. You know, after speaking to Cody McBoom, uh, McBroom, sorry, he um, just really like sent me down a rabbit hole, if you will. Um, it's stuff that a lot of the stuff I have heard of before because you learn it like, you know, in kinesiology bits and pieces. Um, and also just from, I've looked at so many different programs, um, throughout the years in the last decade. And I have come across this stuff. I just never put names, particular names to things. Go ahead, Gabe. And you're talking about conjugate training. Conjugate training. Yeah. So uh, basically um, what I'm trying to do anyways, is just trying to find, you know, the few, the perfect combination for my body. So I'm kind of creating my own stuff from scratch. It just kind of made me want to do more of my own, you know, program. I have done it in the past when I have uh, tried to prepare for, you know, my first show leading up to it, I was running modifications of like the maps programs, but it, overall, I was doing more of my own written stuff in my notebook, where I was, you know, focusing on areas that I really, really wanted to improve. And it was crazy when I started doing those things, how much my body would, you know, kind of change in my favor, because the volume and the training and the exercise selections were catered towards my particular goals. So obviously this, there's, there's like science that has to go in. You can't just be throwing in random exercises and expecting, you know, certain, you have to understand the what's behind certain uh, science that adaptations that happen in the body signals that are happening, listening to your body ultimately because when I was doing that, I was getting like literally zero aches and pains. Um, I was, feeling really, really strong. And I was looking pretty, pretty impressive. Um, lately, when I follow certain programs, um, or just like structures that are not my own, I find myself getting a little bit achy more so than more times than not. This could be other factors, though, I can't blame a program, I have to look at the overall big picture. Maybe my nutrition was a bit off my my sleep was a bit off. So obviously, paying attention to those factors are important. But it makes me just more uh, in tune. It's, it's part of what I do anyways. I have to write programs anyways for clients. So I, it's just more practice for me so I can figure out just more fun for myself and set things that I normally wouldn't do. So right now I'm going to combine just, you know, a little bit of power and athleticism into my, you know, hypertrophy training. Um, some days will be catered more towards that traditional muscle building with other days being just focused on just power speed movement um, not so much of a slow feeling the muscle it's going to be more just on how i move uh, i'm 28 years old so i do i still want to feel you know i want to feel better than i did when i was 18 out of high school stronger bigger probably faster if i can probably won't be as fast as i was at my best but um when i was like training track and all that but 
if I can be 160 something pounds and super explosive and 160 pounds, granted I'm only five, seven. So if I can be my size with tremendous athleticism and just, just feeling so good when I'm moving around on the field, playing soccer again, I'll be happy. So that's kind of what I'm, where I'm at. I'm not chasing ultimate size anymore. I'm not really caring to push myself to 180 plus pounds. Um, it's not really in my, my desire. If I go up in weight, that's okay. But I just want to feel good, you know, move good and just feel healthy, man. Yeah. I think that's, that's, uh, that's a great goal and um, to have what I, what I kind of like stood out for me is where you were talking about how a program isn't really the, the ideal version of a program is one that's styled and catered towards you and your goals and your body. But that's a pretty advanced technique, right? Like we wouldn't, you, I, I'm sure you wouldn't recommend to someone like that's new or even someone intermediate to just go ahead and just create their own kind of program, mainly because they haven't run through, you know, they haven't run through main, perhaps again, perhaps they haven't run through different phases. Like have they run through a strength phase? Have they run through a hypertrophy phase? Have they run through like, you know, extremely high rep phase? Have they um, tried different types of lifts? you know, a, a front squat, back squat, or a zercher, uh, all these other kind of things, right? Because you wouldn't know which one would be best unless you tried all of them, which is why it would be good to stick with a structured program first or run a structured program. And then if you want to do it again, um, make some slight modifications to it based on your needs, right? Like you wouldn't put many like, you know, cap raises or whatever, while I would do a lot of them, <laughs> right? That's just an example of how we would differ from a specific program. But um, I, I think it's it, it's great. Um, right now, I'm I'm mainly just focused. I, I'm not I'm still not following a program because just how um, I can go from maybe from three to at most five days of training. So I'm not too sure. We're still kind of like you know getting our scheduling um, set up, and I just kind of go just to see. My main focus right now really is improving my my squat or making sure it, I feel better when I'm when I'm doing that. And when I say improving it, I'm not just saying I'm trying to push X amount of weights. I'm just saying I want to move it, you know, in a more ideal and a, in a smoother fashion. So that's my main focus. So yesterday I trained, I, I only had a, maybe like 30 minutes to, to train. And I said, let me just squat. And that's basically all I did for, for my training yesterday. So I'm, and I do like a lot of intuitive kind of thing, maybe full body where I just pick like an upper body uh, compound movement, a lower body compound movement, and something to complement both. And that's basically my whole time. So that's just where I'm at right now. Yeah, I, 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 I think that we all go through that period, especially if we've been doing it for a long time. I do recommend, you know, following, if you're new and you're someone that doesn't have structure, follow a, a well-respected individual that sells good quality programs because program design is tough to individualize it completely. Um, you don't know if you've never trained or you have very little experience, you don't know where your strengths and weaknesses really, really lie or where you need to spend more of attention. So having a well-balanced program, I think is, is, is a really good way to figure that out a bit better. You could always go out your own way. If you love fitness and you want to like jump into like, you know, buy purchase certain books that you can find on Amazon that are around program design um, that are going to teach you like the reasons of, of exercise and you start to play with these things because ultimately like 
it's so it's always an individual variance. So you have to just have fun with it. It's not like unless you're trying to achieve a certain goal, maybe buy a program or follow a, a, a coach or hire a coach that has worked with a lot of people that are going to cater towards that specific goal. Um, even when I start with working with someone, I don't just I it's you customize, but it takes me about a month almost to two months, depending on how the person's consistency level is, how they're responding to figure out a lot of things. I'm learning about a person for, especially that first month, I'm learning just how they move, you know, with different like exercise, I'm teaching them the technique of the basics and seeing where they lack, what's happening, what are they feeling, where they're lack, you know, what's not, what are they not able to call upon? I had a client that she was just not able to uh, feel her hamstrings with any type of hip hinging movement, even though it looked good as far as visually, her form was good. The muscles weren't firing properly. So yesterday we we tried uh, two pre-exhaust techniques. We did a lot of isolation for the hamstrings on machines. And then we went into a Romanian deadlift um, just to really just see how the, it was a night and day difference on the feeling. She's like, wow, I've never felt my hamstrings. I didn't even know that I could feel it like this, but it's been a month with her, like of just doing other things and she's very deconditioned. So it's, it's her first time actually really strength training in a very long time. So it's been about a month with just training with me in person. And I see her about three times a week. So it, it goes to show that to really create a customized program for a person uh, and for yourself, you have to go through you know, a series of things I feel um, for a bit and be patient. That way you can really get a customized program because that's what a lot of coaches say. Like they advertise a totally customized program for you. Like if I don't know you, like I'm not going to give you a quote unquote fully, fully customized. Obviously there's assessment things that I follow, but I'm giving you some basic stuff to build on. And I want to see how you respond based on your feedback, based on video that you send if you're online or in person, me watching it. And then I can tell you, okay, we need more. We got you have a very overactive quads. You have very overactive quads when you do any type of leg movement. Let's focus more on some hamstring and glute work, um, and then leave it as a like the secondary part for quads. For example, that's kind of uh, what I would do for some of my people that are struggling with that. Uh, just because we tend to feel our quads. We can see the quads. We typically can see our chest. We can see our biceps, but everything that's behind us, our back, our triceps, possibly our hamstrings um, are just stuff that we don't see. So that's where I see struggle points and we just add more attention and maybe some more uh, emphasis on those things. And that's around basic program design, but typically a well-rounded program with good coaches, good structure, as far as like the mind pump guys, Joe DeFranco, Mike Matthews has a pretty good program. Um, you know, Jordan side is also a great program designer. He understands like the science. Well, uh, Cody uh, McBroom also, Your I mean, boy. there's a lot, huh? Your boy, my boy, my new boy. Um, no. So like it's, they all have really good understandings of just working with so many different people with real people that you can assure that those that money that you spend is going to be much better for you to learn at a much economic way than maybe hiring one of the people or hiring a coach that could be a little bit more costly, even though it'd be a probably better if you have the resources, but a sure way that I did for the longest time that I invested a lot is in programs and not from your, the person that just looks the best. Don't look at that as your gauge, but look at someone that, has literally is working with people currently or has experience working with people prior. That'd be my advice. 
Yeah, I was, uh, what, what kind of jumped out to me was um, high level, high level. I think Cody probably said it best where just as long as your program includes, what was it, um, push, pull, uh, knee, inch, or hip? Mm-hmm. Was there one other one? I think uh, the way that he described it was just great. Push, pull, core, knee, hinge. There it is. I was missing the core. So as long as your programming has all of that. Now that is, like I said, super, super, super high level. Then you're off to a good start, right? Because while it's hard, it may be hard to um, to find a good program. Um, a good way to find bad programming is if, like, does your program focus or solely consist of you know, exhausting movements, like, you know, do they have like a ton of burpees or mountain climbers or anything like that? You know, anytime I have either like a class or someone come to me, I tell them, yeah, we don't do none of that. Not to say that there's not, that we don't have value in that because mm-hmm. it can be valuable in a, in a good um, app, using it correctly. But most of the time people are using it for just, um, just to kind of get you sweaty and get you sore and get you tired and get your heart rate pumping. I mean, for that, you could just jump around and wave out, wave around your arms and maybe you'll probably get the same exact benefit, right? So No, I agree 100%. I think that it's important to know that there's a lot of marketing and a lot of stuff that gets t- uh, sold to people is only how much calories and the fat burning effects of this workout. And that's what people buy. They buy, that's why Beachbody became such a big deal because it all revolved around you know, shredding fat. And that's what people think when they think exercise, they don't think like, how well is this program? Those exercises, beach body programs, I'm sorry, are probably one of the worst designed programs that exist. Beach body sucks at designing programs. They're great at marketing, brilliant marketers. And the way they package everything, they make the videos for them are amazing. They look so nice. Um, I did it. I did insanity years ago over like basically when I started working out, I would do my traditional strength training because I never cared about being super small. Like I wanted to build muscle. So I, I still did my eating a lot. I was lifting heavy. I was, my goal was to put on muscle, but then obviously you still get marketed. Oh, it's beach time. Like, you know, and you would follow because this training is for getting lean, but I had no emphasis. Like I had zero emphasis on my nutrition. The nutrition piece is going to be what's going to cosmetically make you look a certain way for sure. Um, if you're trying to mold and nothing's going to get you faster than you playing with your nutrition. I'm sorry. There's always people trying to cut corners. It's always interesting to me when it's like, Oh, I can't track. Oh, I can't do this. It's like, but you rather waste your time doing other shit that requires physically like your actual body's more time than just picking out your scale out of the corner and dusting it off and putting your bowl on it as you're already going to serve this food. Just I, to me, sometimes it's hard for me to comprehend. I get it to an extent, but there's so many excuses and so much resistance against that, that you're more likely to spend 50 to $150 on a program, possibly whatever it costs or a a subscription for shit programs that all they do is get you super, super, super tired and nauseous fucking insanity. I was almost like puking every workout almost because I would really push myself. And it was, it didn't give me the body that I wanted. And like, you can't tell me that freaking Sean T from Beachbody is actually fucking doing his program. And that's how he like looks to say he looks. This man probably had like decades of experience, fucking plus plus years of training with traditional programming. 
Like exactly. it was, but the thing with that, those type of companies, they, like I said, marketing purposes, don't buy into that. If you're going to buy a program, buy a strength building program, a program that's going to get you strong. That's going to make you move a certain way. That's going to challenge you. It's going to teach you real stuff. And as a byproduct, you're all burning calories. You are setting the body up in a better way. And then the rest of all that time, hire someone to do your nutrition or look up resources that are going to teach you how to cook healthy meals or are going to help you with your, with those things are going to play off along, you know, in the long haul, because you can travel, you can be anywhere in the world and still stay semi on track and get results versus, well, I don't have my beach body CDs with me, or I don't have my digital login password. I forgot it. Or I'm not paying my monthly subscription. Shit. Well, I'm not going to get in shape versus you can just make adjustments and be completely fine. I mean, I don't know, Gabe, I'm going on a tangent here. Uh, a little bit, but no, but it's it's definitely well warranted. And, and I mean, like we're both on the same page with that. Um, I did those before. I mean, you did them like I, I did them. And now the reason why I did the Insanity DVDs, I did it with, uh, with Jennifer, with my wife, um, mainly after our second child was born. And we used it more as a, hey, let's just do this to kind of get it, get us ourselves, get ourselves ready to go into a gym. But before we went to a gym, um, we were just doing the P90, I mean, the sanity, excuse me. And we did it for, I want to say a couple of weeks. And then after that, we just stopped and then we went to a gym and then we just went to the gym from then on out. Um, more traditional kind of workouts as before. So, uh, oh, and did I, did I, I don't know, did I tell you that Insanity, it was filmed at my uh, college? You did. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So it's always funny when I, whenever I think of the original ones and how uh, the difference from back then up until now. So it's, it's uh, pretty funny. But um, yeah, it, it, it just makes no sense. Anyone, any program that can like focus on getting you tired and sweaty and sore, it's really not good um generally speaking so just that's a that's a good thing to to keep an eye out for and also i think we were talking about um you you mentioned how you know you're with someone you're really assessing someone for a full month before you even really get kind of get to know what or how to adjust the program like i just um uh, these two individuals that i was that, that i had in mind i started training them they said they, they gave me their goal they wanted to build endurance I said, okay, we're going to start with some strength training first before going on to um, uh, any, any kind of work, building up the work capacity and endurance. And even though I had a plan in my head, as soon as you see them, either, you know, assess them and constantly assess them. It's, multi, it's, it's like a daily assessing kind of thing. And even within the, within the workout, you're still assessing and you're saying, hey, let's see what's going on here. I, uh, I said, hey, well, why don't we try this? Let's just go with this. I know I said, you, you know, we're going to do X. Or we're going to do why instead because i noticed that you were doing this you were picking up your heels you were you know uh shifting at the bottom of a squat um just an example so we're, it's always keeping an eye out which is why um hiring someone would probably be the best way to go about and the more efficient way to go about but again going with a, a, a reputable source for a program would be good and just thinking of working um improving the movement Right. We want to make it as, as look ni as nice as possible, because if it looks nice, it's generally going to be, you know, if you see someone with a nice looking squat, they're probably firing on all cylinders with um, with the squat itself and how uh, how much they can kind of get out of it. Right. So that's just something that, that I had in mind. Um, but it's just it, it, it's I mean, it's, it's not easy. Right. I mean, it, it can you can do it on your own, but um, it's best with, uh, with with additional help and then with the whole notion of. Um, uh, calories, not wanting to track. I mean, like, if you don't want to track, that's you. You're, you know, you're a grown-ass adult and do whatever the hell you want. 
but just don't kid yourself on, on thinking if you if your goal is to lose body fat, then you're gonna have to track your calories. What's the saying? Is is it calories don't count, but they matter? Or what is calories? It you don't have to count calories, but calories always count. There you go. That's that's and, the one. And I I always find it interesting because you'll be more likely you'll be inclined to follow a workout plan. You can, we can all agree that following is some type of workout plan is going to lend itself better for results. Same thing with nutrition. That's exactly what you're doing is that you're, you're following a plan. You're, you're following structure. You're having some idea of what you're trying to do versus like, I just don't know what to eat, but you never bother even to, even if you don't want to track, have a little notebook and just jot it down. I think that it's becoming aware. Obviously there's like behavior stuff around food. I get it. Psychological things are totally, totally, totally relevant and totally makes sense. But as for, for, for you, the listener, if you've never attempted, I challenge you in this way. Um, I just always find it interesting when people say that they, you know, they go through a phase and that they're in the gym and then they fall out or they, they get bored or they think that, Oh, like, you know, I was in shape or I did that fitness thing, man, there's so much that I'm still learning even like 10 years down the road. Um, if you're like you talked about assessing every time you're with someone a coach is always assessing you know a good coach is always assessing you all the time all the time it's a little bit different virtually because we're coaching a little bit blindfolded here because we're not seeing you in real time unless the client you know i recommend clients sending me videos if they are struggling with something or if we're really trying to get something to be better sending me videos with different angles so i can really just stare at and i already know what i'm looking for in most cases where we can make some tremendous improvements it's a little bit different when you're in person it's happening right in that exact moment so it's, but a true coach is always assessing you because there's always going to be changes. Doesn't matter how long you've been in this, something, your body is constantly evolving and changing with age and time and recruitment patterns and whatever life is throwing at you. So what I could be feeling great in the squat last year, I could be feeling a little achy this year because maybe something is off, something is tight, something is not feeling good. Right now, my, my left knee is bugging me a little bit when I am like doing um, a knee flexion like type of squat or lunge variation. So that's why I'm stepping back from my power lift because I'm not going to push myself just to hit numbers for my ego anymore. I'm going to try to just address maybe some ankle mobility. And I'm someone that I sometimes I don't feel anything when I'm training. I feel great. Everything's feeling great. But I have to assess because things have changed. And this is the, the, the individual variance of people that, you know, just because something worked before doesn't mean it's always going to work. You know, that's why seeking information or seeking guidance for certain periods of your life or equipping yourself with tools that are going to allow you to address these areas that could come up, you know, potentially how to address pain, how to address, you know, it doesn't mean you have to go in extensive where you're buying certifications. If you're someone that has zero interest in ever working with people, but buying books, buying stuff, or just periods of your life, hire someone to help you. That's maybe an expert in that particular field. Um, always constantly seeking knowledge. I think with health and fitness, it's not, it can be more than a, definitely a hobby. It can be like a part of your life. So you're living your best life. And it's not about being as obsessive and weird where you don't, you know, you're always like super low body fat, but being pain free, moving well, being consistent at least two to three times a week, always, you know, having that ability to always be some type of consistency of exercise in your life is going to pay you so much more in the future than anything else I feel. So that's why I'm, we're super passionate about, you know, always bettering ourselves also because that way we can actually give you guys better information, you know, letting ourselves be 
you know, challenge with our own self-beliefs of what we thought was, you know, the Holy grail or whatever, um, their fitness is so much more, you know? So I think that it's, it's ever evolving. It never ends. So you just got to keep, you know, seeking that information. An example of ever evolving is just, you know, how you came up with an issue with your left knee that you kind of like notice. I'm sure nothing happened drastically from, you know, from like, let's just say a couple months or a year ago, Mike with his elbow, you know, me with my hip that I've, you know, said countless times before, how I've, I've been kind of like working on it for like, who knows how long, I want to say like at least like two years or something like that to see what the hell happened because I go from feeling fine in squat to all of a sudden just, you know, the numbers just dropping crazy. And I, I feel like I'm working like, you know, in quicksand is how it is, how I, best I can describe it, where I'm pushing way more than what I should and it being way more intense than what it should for the weight that's on my back. But now, you know, uh, I've been making some changes and I'm, I'm feeling better. So I'm on, I'm on a, I feel like I'm on a good path. And why? Because I'm constantly assessing. It's like, okay, let me do some more, you know, uh, uh, stretches for my hips. Let me just get my uh, ankles, you know, ankle mobility uh, in check. Let me, uh, you know, still work on my thoracic mobility. Maybe it's my, uh, maybe it's, uh, you know, my shoulders, uh, something's up with my shoulders or this or that, whatever. I'm constantly just changing and just trying to see what can I do to improve myself so I can move a little bit more optimally, right? And then, um, again, going back to the whole nutrition thing, uh, if, if you can also, there's, can also be a bad, you know, nutrition plans, right? Like even if somebody gives you a plan, as much as a, as a, as a workout should be structured to the individual, a meal plan even more so, right? That's, you know, if someone gives you a printout and says, here you go, here's the list of your meal plan and what you should be eating without even really kind of like, you know, speaking to you uh, in, in great detail as to um, what kind of intolerances, what do you respond to, what do you like, what you don't like, you know, that's, that can also be another red flag um, for accepting or buying anything, right? I mean, like, and, and, and like you said, there's tons of resources out there um, for everything in regards to nutrition, in regards to um, uh, program design. I mean, people are giving stuff out for free right now just to kind of get, you know, eyeballs on them. And, you know, I think Cody, like I mentioned during the Cody interview, that I, uh, I, I was... I was watching one of his um, webinars that he uh, provided for free in, in program design. And, you know, it was just, I learned a great deal from there. And this is me uh, after X amount of years that I've been kind of like training. So I'm constantly just seeking out their information. Um, how can I improve uh, not only um, my own training, but how can I uh, better communicate to a client or better um, assess an issue for a client that they may come to me with? Uh, and that's by going out there and just trying to learn as much as I can from as many individuals as I can. I mean, like you guys too, both you and Mike, you know, I'm learning, you know, some things from, from you guys as well, how you guys speak to a uh, certain kind of issues that you guys address with clients. And then I'm always just, you know, John things down and saying, okay, I like that. Let me just uh, write that down for this or for that, or for putting things in my back pocket, another tool in my toolbox in order to help someone else. So that's just basically the whole gist of what we're doing, right? Yeah, so I think I agree. I think that not to go too long on this uh, down this rabbit hole because this can turn into hour hours of conversation, and we didn't have anything planned today uh, just because we are one of our co-hosts is gone. But you know, this is kind of the stuff that we talk about on a day to day basis, and you're just hearing it here, um, you know, on the on the podcast, and and you can get some information from here. Hope you know, hoping that this gets you thinking about certain things because you know 
this is all important to keep you in this game, uh, in this in this lifestyle, because it doesn't matter what you like. If you like certain modalities more than others, you can always kind of do it more. But I'm stepping away a little bit. I haven't really done really, truly, truly, truly. I've done very small portions of my training career has been athletic based. So we got new toys at the gym. We got a new sled that we're gonna I'm gonna be playing with for my leg drive and all this other stuff. Just making training different. We have I'm gonna be doing some, try incorporating some ladder work, um, just some sprinting again, just doing some stuff where I'm feeling good, is fast, not caring so much about being super aesthetic and super, but as a byproduct, I wouldn't be surprised that just doing this stuff, my aesthetics will improve just because of the, the different of novice stimulus that I'm getting from switching it up on myself. Just because honestly, I was, I was having fun with my, pro, my, my, my powerlifting program. I was getting my numbers back up, but I'm, I'm not having that same like hunger to like really lift super, super heavy. Honestly, like it's, I was doing it more for like Mike challenging me because he just wants to see me how much I could, he loves a deadlift. So he just wants to see how much I could get my deadlift up past this point. Um, but man, I just, I haven't been super hungry about it. I was having fun. The structure was there. I was really giving it, you know, I was pushing myself, but then I have some stuff that's kind of not sitting well with me. And I am at a point where I don't care about impressing anybody in that way anymore. I just don't give a shit. Um, obviously I still like looking a certain way and being a representation of my business and what I stand for. I think that's important, but dude, I realized after doing it is I don't want to give a shit how fucking lean I am. No one cares. No I one care. knows you care. I, care. <laughs> I don't care if you care. <laughs> no, but I mean, I told the other time now you don't give a shit about me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. No, you know, it's all, all love, but, um, but it's like you, I don't care about being the most ripped guy on the beach anymore. Like it's, I've learned that life is so much more health and fitness. What we're doing for our people here is going to be so much more than our own, you know, our own bodies. You know, before I thought that I needed to do that to show my worth as a coach. And I know that when I checked that about myself, I was like, fuck, you know, man, I'm so much, I'm so much happier. I enjoy life so much more, even though I never really fully you know, punish myself or I was never miserable per se. I never got to that extent only when I was like getting ready for a, like, you know, competition, but that was a short period of my life. That wasn't years of life. I wasn't doing that competing for years type thing. Um, but man, I, I go on a trip. I have a margarita. I have a drink. I have a cocktail. I, I go have these foods. I enjoy time with everybody. And it's great to see the reactions of people when they're like, dude, like, you eat this or like, Oh, is this okay with your diet? And it's like, dude, you're, you're talking to the wrong person about this. I could give two shits what you do, what you're having. Everything that we do in life encompasses the fitness lifestyle, everything, you know, it's, it's not just because you look a certain way. It's because you're fit. It's, you know, how are you here mentally? Um, how are you, you know, emotionally, how are you with other people? Cause if you're fucking looking great, but you're a dick to everybody, you're not, you're not encompassing the full, full fitness lifestyle, the full healthy lifestyle. So I don't know, we are kind of just going on and on about just, just craziness, but I'll let you give us our closing part and then give us our dad joke of the day. Yeah. Uh, as far as closing, um, going back to what we were saying, I, I guess, the whole gist of everything was in regards to programming, in regards to nutrition. Beach body sucking. Beach body sucking. That's I'm gonna put this in the title now. Beach body sucks. Yes, that's a, that's a good title. I love it. Um, 
No, it's just uh, working, just trying to educate yourself through either um, looking at videos, reading, you know, books, um, following different individuals, uh, doing, you know, trying things out on yourself. You know, anytime I see something out there that kind of makes sense, oh, sure, I'll give it a try. I'll, I'll add anything to my training and I'll just, you know, try it for a couple of days and see if a couple of times, excuse me, and see if I like it. Oh, I, I, I'm really feeling it here or I really like this. I think, um, uh, what was it? I think the other day, I think like Danny put up something like, you know, a, a row where he had like his head on like on, on a bench and he's like, that's really good for like, you know, it really feels it in your, in your mid back and your lats. And I said, you know, shit, I'll give it a shot. And I did. And good. I liked it. So, you know, I might include that you now in my arsenal every now and then whenever I, uh, when I'm training, when I want to target that area. So, and if I didn't, I would have said, okay, well, I guess I don't like it so much and let me just go to something else. So, and that's, I'm constantly doing that or trying new things out and, and that's what people should do. Just try some new things out, like tracking, if you really kind of like focus on, on that. Yeah. Um, but that's me again, rambling or going on and on about on the closing kind of thing. But again, I guess the, the bottom line is everything's individual. Try things out for yourself. See what works best for you. Yeah. Try different things. Doesn't mean you have to do that one thing that you're going out of your way to do forever. Doesn't mean, doesn't mean that everything you do is going to be super like <gasps> euphoric and oh my God, like I just discussed. Some things are going to be eh. Some things are going to be, holy shit, I should definitely need to be doing this more in my routine or wow, this really just feels good. Oh, this style of eating makes me feel good. Wow. Eating more calories for this amount of time during this period of my life just makes me feel like amazing. Okay. Now it's time to diet. Let's challenge ourselves a little bit mentally. I'm going to get myself ready for vacation. There's so many things that are going to be constantly changing in your life. Don't be afraid to be disproven don't don't be feel like what you're doing now has to be what you're doing forever have fun with it you know have fun with other people around you be that walking testimony um you know be that walking testimony to other people around you that you want to inspire even if you're not a coach you know people are always going to follow what your actions are not what you say and do only so that's kind of like where we want to leave off but gabe hit us with your dad joke today make it up for mike not being here <laughs> Definitely will do that. Um, hey, John, what do you call someone that sells their body for spaghetti? A prostitute. <laughs> A prostitute. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, you heard it here first, listeners. If you, guys, if you guys like these dad jokes, give us a five-star rating and review. And if you like this episode, share this with your friends and family that may be benefiting or share it on your social media and tag us and let us know what you guys think. We'd love to say thank you to you guys just for – always giving us your support and time, you know, or your valuable time listening to us. Subscribe if you haven't already. If you don't want to, if you're new, you haven't missed. I'm Jonathan. This is Gabe. Our, our co-host Mike isn't here today, but he will be back on the Friday episode of the Next Level Show. Go ahead and subscribe. Follow us on Facebook if you want to get in touch with us. This is where we kind of chat with you guys and kind of have a bit more of a more personal interactions at the Next Level Show private forum send us a request. We'll be happy to add you into the group. It's free. It's cool to hang out and follow us on Instagram at the next level show. My personal page is at John Alva seven. Gabe is at prime and glory. And our co-host Mike is at Mike Nellis PT.